In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to embrace your ugly. What do we mean by embracing your ugly and why is this so important for you to create, have and make wealth? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and to blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about mindset strategies and energy tools that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome everyone to another episode of Money Mindset with Gold Khan. So today we're talking about embracing your ugly, embrace thy ugly. Now what do I mean by that and why is it so important? So let's start with what defining what is your ugly. So your ugly is anything about yourself that you do not like, you want to keep hidden, you think is embarrassing, you are come somehow ashamed of. It could be a personal characteristic, it could be a physical feature, or it could be something that happened in the past or something that's part of your past. Now This is something that I had to do and I had to embrace my ugly way back in 2017, I think, when I when I first set up my business. So in the early part of 2017, one of my early mentors really got me to do this. And he actually he actually forced uh put made it part of the challenge. And he put everyone to this challenge that we all had to embrace our ugly, face something that we didn't like about ourselves, and talk about it publicly. Now I'm not one to back down from a challenge. But at the time I sat there and thought about what was my ugly that I could really talk about that I was really embarrassed about. Now let me give you a bit of background to you know, my background. I think I've sort of spoken about it before, but I will um, um you know sort of talk about it right now. I come from an uber conservative background. Uber uber conservative background. Both most of my family that is even here in the UK is actually in Manchester so they're very conservative anyway and the family that I have in Pakistan my family my immediate family comes from lahore where that's where we're from but my extended family there are parts of our family which are in the villages part of the family in saival and other parts of parts of the world and actually they are very i i would have thought quite old fashioned and um backward in some respect and i didn't think they would understand what's happened in my life i was actually mistaken my family has been amazingly supportive afterwards but at the time i really felt that they, they wouldn't support me in my decision to leave my husband at the time and this is something actually my, actually my second husband used against me he even said to me that you know that doesn't matter you know doesn't matter what i've done people will actually not people will not actually uh, you know blame me for it you know they will say you that you are a mother of two children and you got divorced twice and and how you've left you know both husbands so there must be something wrong with you apparently you know because the asian culture is if a female gets divorced then it's the female's fault regardless of what the husband has done because apparently she's supposed to just stick it up and stick to the marriage for the sake of the kids anyway and so he actually blatantly said that to me and i actually believed what he said and i i actually thought one of my biggest flaws was the fact that i had two divorces i'd been divorced twice now and both regardless regardless of the fact that you know, one was a wife beater and the other you know had <laughs> you know number of string of um, affairs and i had to catch him where it handed to be um, for me to finally let go of the marriage regardless of their actions because i'm the female and i i the one i'm the one who's leaving them and i'm divorcing them 
somehow the society, my society, my, my family and my extended family and the society at large would find flaws in me. So that was my biggest struggle. From the external point of view, I couldn't find myself anything wrong with my physical features. I was, you know, physically I'm, I'm attractive and so forth. But it wasn't my academic record or my character or anything else that was wrong with me. The only thing that was wrong with me, according to me and myself, and that I thought pe- people would think, was because I was divorced twice. So that was my biggest ugly and the, my biggest hurdle. And when I had to talk about it, I was really embarrassed that, you know, that are people are what are people going to think. And I actually believe the fact, what my ex-husband used to say to me, that, you know, people will talk badly about me because I am divorced twice. So that became one of my biggest ugly. Now, Obviously, a lot of people on, you know, when I had announced the fact that I had left my, my ex-husband, it was, it, I didn't hide it. I kept it. I, I was very open about it. But yet I hadn't spoken about the fact that this was my second marriage. And this is, you know, the reason why I actually held on with, with my dear life. I, I tried to, my, you know, everything to make this marriage work. Why it failed and why, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself about it. So it's, when we actually, you know, when he gave us this challenge, I sat there thinking, how do I own this up? How, you know, anything else, ask me to talk about anything else, be it money mindset or, or law of attraction or any other difficult topic, anything that nobody else can talk about, I can easily converse about. I can probably speak on my feet. I've been trained to do so. As a barrister, that's something that we are trained quite extensively during our bar vocational course to speak on our feet and to speak, um, articulately, <laughs> to, to, to have a, um, even, um, you know, come up with an argument. Uh, on our feet. So that was an issue. It was, it was actually, how do I own up to the world at large that yes, I've been divorced twice and yes, um, this is who I am. So embracing my ugly was the hardest thing that I found. And I remember looking at my video now that when I did it, I was almost in tears and I was uh, probably the most vulnerable I've ever been. Normally when I'm on videos, when I'm talking, I'm laughing. But that day when I actually sat down, I remember sitting down mustering, I took back three days to muster up the courage and I sat down, I made a Facebook live on my personal profile and I went live. And then I just spoke from the heart and I spoke and I embraced my ugly. So if somebody didn't know that this was my second marriage, was fully aware of it now. And I, I fully opened up to what happened with the first marriage until, until then, I didn't talk about what happened in my first marriage. I just, I just kept it closed. Like, okay, fine. And one of the biggest things that I had was, what will people think that I have a child from, from one husband? Because that's one thing my second husband said to me quite a bit. Oh, people will think of you, you know, because you got married first time, had a child from one man and got married second time, had a child from second man. Now, that was my, my biggest ugly, and especially in the society that I come from, to pick up and say, yes, I have been divorced twice. And yes, I have a child from each marriage. And yes, I left both marriages. It was a very, very difficult thing for me to do. But when I did it, it gave me the kind of liberation I cannot even express. I remember when I said that and I was in tears and that actually video went viral. So it had something like, I don't know, about 3,000 views, something ridiculous. And people were coming out and sort of supporting me. And much to my surprise, not only did I have support from people here and my friends here, my family from back home, the people I actually assumed would be backward and would be talking behind my back. Yes, there were a few people actually, you know, I remember this, especially actually one of the families from Lahore, 
and you know you know someone called one of my cousins Arslan he's probably the one who actually did actually say lots of rubbish about me but there, there were few and far examples between most people most people I think everyone you know who I who I came to hear about actually came forward and expressed their support for me and then nobody showed any kind of resentment or embarrassment and they all supported my decision and they, they understood what happened so this ugly, embracing my ugly, actually allowed me to take the stand and say, yes, this is who I am. Yes, there will, of course, there'll be people who will make fun of you. Of course, there'll be people who talk behind your back. Of course, that will happen. But when you give the other people the power and you get scared of it, that's when you belittle yourself and you belittle your self-worth. That's when you become scared of what people find out this about me, what people find this about me. When you embrace the thing that you are, you think you will be the most embarrassed about, when you embrace every aspect of yourself that you think is ugly hence embracing thy ugly that gives you liberation beyond words from that point onwards once i publicly announced to everyone and everyone including my you know from my past and including you know old friends and you know potential lovers etc etc I wasn't afraid of anybody hearing of what I'd been through. I no longer played the victim card. I no longer was afraid of people finding out what had happened to me or what didn't happen to me and the fact that I did go through this turmoil. And I embraced every aspect of myself. It gave me the self-confidence to be me, to stand up and say, yes, this happened and it was fine. It also allowed me to forgive my ex-husband. I think that's one of the reasons why... I was fully able to express my feelings towards him, his sentiments, his behavior, and then let it go. I mean, I mean, I have to say even now, we are very, very good friends. We are co-parenting our children and we have a very, very good relationship. Yet, if that incident had, if I had embraced my ugly, if I hadn't, if I had kept that part of me hidden and, and was always embarrassed about it, I could not be visible on the online platform right now. I couldn't be the kind of mentor or coach to my students and to my clients that I am right now. I couldn't be authentically me because I would keep a part of me hidden because I was embarrassed about a part of me. When you embrace your ugly, you stop getting embarrassed about aspects of about yourself. Now, this could be something... Something small about your physical feature, like, you know, you think you're not good enough to be on TV or, or on camera. That was another part of me. I mean, I embraced that back in 2016 when I started doing uh, videos and I actually made myself come on to videos because I remember that time because I was led to believe that I was fat and ugly, etc., etc. I really didn't want to come on camera thinking people would make fun of me and would, you know, would make all sorts of comments about my physical features, etc., etc. Once I sort of accepted I am what I am and started doing live videos, that was, that hurdle was overcome. Yet that was still not the most embarrassing part of me. My most embarrassing part or the ugliest part of my life that I felt at the time were my two failed marriages. Now, from my point, society's point of view, there are, you know, there are, it's the truth. In the Asian society, there will still be people who would condemn me. I should have made the marriages work. I should have, you know, like, for example, my cousin, the Arslan guy, he actually said, you know, the, you know, I was silly that I should have just forgiven him and moved on. So what? You know, Islam allows four marriages. But he, <laughs> um, that's his personal opinion. And I, you know, I, I'm not going to make a comment on that. I chose not to. I chose not to. I chose to forgive my ex-husband and, and become friends with him, but I chose not to continue the marriage. And I'm so glad about it. It's a decision that I made and I stick by. But it also meant that I had to stand up to the world and accept this part of me. If I did not accept this part of me, 
I could not be the businesswoman that I am right now. I could not stand up in a crowd and explain to people and say, look, you have to understand your intrinsic value does not debilitate because of your academic grades or what happens to you in this lifetime. I could not actually stand up and say that with authenticity if I didn't accept that part about myself. Because I accepted myself wholeheartedly with everything that's happened to me. And since then, I've done a lot more work and I realized I am who I am because of the experiences I went through. So if I didn't have this ugly part of me, I wouldn't be who I am. And if I would, if I'm not going to change who I am, then I cannot change a day or incident that happened in my life. If I didn't get have that arranged marriage, I wouldn't have my my daughter. If I didn't have my daughter, I probably would not have married my second husband. If I did marry my second husband, I wouldn't have my son. So there's nothing in my life that I would change, not for a second, not for a moment, because I have two beautiful kids and I have the character that I'm so proud of. Today, the goal that they today is is able to face up and has a very successful business, is able to provide a service to her clients, which I'm very, very proud of. That girl, that five-year-old, you know, five years old or ten years ago, or the girl who was in her twenties, who was who had everything going for her, etc., she did not have the personality or the character to be able to carry the burdens that's required when you have a business, when you have children, when you have the sensibility to, you know, and sensitivity to move it with people's lives, especially in the coaching business and the coaching area that I'm in. So, coming back to embracing the ugly, what is it about yourself that you're very embarrassed about? Is it a physical feature? Is it something, the fact that you haven't completed your, your education, you haven't completed your maybe university degree, or the fact that, you know, you've got um, something happened with your relationship, or there's another part of you. Another person who I found completely, completely inspirational is a rape victim who actually talks about her experience when she was gang raped. Now, this is something else. She's embraced her ugly and went through the process of embracing what happened to her and embracing, you know, the, the pain that she went through. Then that she's actually covering when she talks, she does, uh, she's on TEDx talks and other talks that she talks about it all the time. She allows other victims to understand that they're not alone and thereby she's supporting them. Now, how could she do that? She did that through embracing her ugly. So what about in your past is it? What did ha- what actually happened to you? Is it physical abuse, mental abuse? Is it something that happened with your parents? It could be with the mother or your father. Or it could be with a potential partner or a partner or a spouse. Or something that you actually felt yourself. What is it about yourself that you are really embarrassed about? That you don't want to share with people? And maybe that's the point that you really do need to embrace and share with the world. And when you do, when you accept that part of yourself, when you wholeheartedly accept every aspect of yourself, it gives you the liberation to be you, truly, authentically you. And when you do that, you open your mind and your energy to the possibilities of wealth and money and abundance. Now, money comes when you your vibration is high. We know that already from, from the past episodes. When you are open and fully receptive to everything, all the abundance that's coming to you, and you're no longer, you know, no longer embarrassed or no longer caged in your embarrassment or your shame about this aspect about yourself, it gives you the freedom to go and move forward. I promise you, if you are hiding things about yourself, if you're afraid of facing people of the world because you're embarrassed about a certain part of your life, you will not be able to fully embrace your destiny. In order for you to make money, and especially large quantities of money, which I want every single person who's listening to the podcast to make right now, it's your 
birthright. You should be making money through multiple sources in increasing quantities on a continuous basis. And you should do that. And everyone listening to this podcast should aim to do that. But you will not be able to do that if you're hiding certain parts of yourself, even from yourself. Because at times, we are so afraid of facing up to our demons. We're so afraid of facing our ugly that we don't even talk about it. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to face it. I hated talking about the fact that I've had two marriages. I hated people mentioning the fact that I had two marriages. I hated people talking about the fact that I had two, you know, two failed marriages. And I hated people saying that, oh, my, you know, both my children have different fathers. So what? Because I've always been a good girl. I, I, I always felt, you know, this is so, you know, it was so disappointing, the fact that I've always been such a good girl. I didn't do anything wrong. And all of a sudden, I, you know, I've got married both times, been unlucky and so forth, had two children. Now people can talk about, about my character. There's nothing wrong to talk about my character. If I'm a good person, if I'm honest, if I'm sincere, nothing that happened to me will change that. And if some, you know, unfortunately short-minded people wouldn't want to think about that, then that's their, that's their choice. Majority of the people would support you and would see you for what you are, but you have to accept yourself first. And you cannot do that unless you embrace your ugly. And this is why we're talking about this quite early on in this podcast, about accepting every aspect of who you are. And really go and do, and so, you know, search your soul. What about yourself are you really embarrassed about? What about yourself do you keep hidden in from yourself? And then when you actually look upon that part and think, okay, so why don't I like this part? Or what makes me feel so insecure about this part? Really search yourself to see what it is and see, okay, what's the worst that could happen? If I own up to being this, what's the worst that could happen? And these are the exact, I mean, this is not easy, but these are the exact thoughts that were going through my mind back in 2017. This is the beginning of 2017 when this challenge was given and I was in tears for three days thinking, oh my goodness, when I own up on Facebook that I have this and people who did not have two marriage, this is the second marriage, will find out. And those people who did know that this is my you know, marriage, they'll think, oh no, she's got divorced again. Oh no, it's gold again. I had all these thoughts going through my mind and I didn't think that people would support me. I thought they would laugh about me and all of those things. But I let it go and I stopped. I just carried on. And much to my surprise, I did get a lot of support, both for my my, my family members here in, in Manchester and Yorkshire, but also for my family members in Pakistan, you know, from Sahiwal, from the small town, from the villages. And they all stood up and said, cool, we support you. We love you and we know you're right and we support your decision. It was absolutely correct. There, there's no need. <laughs> there's absolutely no need to, and especially one of my uncles here, my Jachu, he was like, no, this is a decision. He does not deserve a second chance. Let it go. So that, no, so that support was welcome. Absolutely. Well, you know, surprise. It was, it was a surprise welcome. So I was, I was very happy about it. But what I found was, even if I had not had that response from my family, even if I didn't get the the support from my family, I was okay just talking about it and being open about it and letting it go because I had been carrying this shame on my shoulders since I'd separated from him for the past year. So I left him when I found out about his, you know, when I actually caught him red-handed back in August 2016. So from there till I think this, I had this, I did this Facebook Live around about February, March of 2017. So for the past almost six months or more, actually probably eight, nine months, I had been carrying around this shame thinking if people find out or when people find out I've been divorced for a second time, what will they say? How will they treat me? What will they think of me? 
And now I did not care. That no longer played a role. And as far as I was concerned, anybody who was going to criticize me or make fun of me or was not going to give me respect because of the fact that I had two divorces wasn't welcome in my energy. On the other hand, I fully embraced myself and, and thought, okay, this is not my ugly. This is who I am. It became part of my past. So one of the best things that happens is when you embrace your ugly, it no longer becomes your ugly. It no longer remains your ugly. It just becomes part of who you are. Now, my my two divorces are part of my past. They're no longer, it's not, that aspect about me is no longer part of my ugly. It's now part of my past, like my A-level grades, like my law degree, like my time in Leiden University, like my time in, you know, in America, like every other thing about my life. It's just another fact. It's no longer something that I'm embarrassed about. It's no longer, it no longer has shame energy. And when I no longer have shame, embarrassment and scare, you know, when I'm no longer fear, fearful of people finding out, it allows my vibration to expand and thereby attract more wealth and abundance. As we have talked about in the past, when you raise your vibration, when you actually expand your energy and raise your vibration by having these positive emotions of happiness, joy, fulfillment, etc., etc., then you are expanded and allowing in more abundance and wealth into your life. We've talked about that before, and we will continue to talk about this in, in the future in terms of you know different vibrations of different um, uh, different emotions, but. Everybody sort of knows if you're angry, upset and shameful, you have a lower vibration. When you're happy and content and joyful, you have a different vibration. You have a higher vibration. And the higher vibration you are in and the more dominant vibration that you send out of, of, you know, of love, joy and happiness, the more love, joy and happiness will come back to you, including wealth. So this is why it's so important quite early on in your entrepreneurial journey that you embrace your ugly. Think about it for a moment. What is your ugly? What are you embarrassed about? What would you like to change? And why would you want to change? Think about it and I'll rework it. If it's something about your personality that you can change, for example, for example, you swear or you don't like that or anything, anything, you are the judge of who you are and what you want to be. If it's something that you can change and you want to change, go for it. Otherwise, accept yourself wholeheartedly as you are and allow yourself to embrace a vibration of joy, happiness and love and abundance and allow money to flow to you through multiple sources and increasing quantity on a continuous basis. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. This one is very close to my heart. I haven't been as funny and whatever on today's episode because it really allowed me to you know, share something which is a deep part of myself. When I would let go of the shame attached to being divorced twice, I let go of me being small. I embraced myself in the expanded way that I am and allow myself to expand my energy in a way to allow more and more abundance into my life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you have, please do leave us a rating. Please do leave us a written review and a rating for us. We we, we really appreciate it. And I do read every single one of those. And remember, we do have a promotion going.
if you leave us a written review on iTunes and leave us a rating, then you can email us on moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. And we will send you over as a way to say thank you to you, Millionaire in Mirror Meditation, one of my favorite meditations, one of my informants one. It's a very powerful meditation. You'll get it for free if you help us um, in write a review and share your thoughts about the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll share with you some more thoughts and some more insights on future episodes. Until the next time you meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care. Bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our free five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Bye for now.